This episode of Mares in Black is sponsored by Select Arcane and Toronto Live Model Horse Show. If you're interested in showing in Ontario, Canada, join us on Facebook at Toronto Live Model Horse Show for all the area's upcoming model horse shows and event info. The Mares in Black celebrate diversity, inclusion, equity, and respect in the model horse hobby. In upholding the stories and accomplishments featuring people of color, the LGBTQIA community, people with disabilities, and other systemically oppressed populations, we seek to strengthen our community through empathy and understanding. Different perspectives and experiences make this hobby a richer place. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to Mares in Black. This is episode number 98, the news for the end of January. This is the Model Horse Podcast for hobbyists by hobbyists. I'm Jackie, and as always, joined by my amazing co-host, Heather. Yo! What's up? January is over to, as of it tomorrow. It is. It is. It's January been a tough, 31st, it's been a tough year. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I was, was talking about this today and I was like, Jan- my January does not feel like it was 900 years long, I, which is a, a change up from the last couple like of years. January 67th to me. <laughs> well, I mean, the last couple of years, like I'm January 2020. I decided to do dry January and then Australia lit on fire. And that was three years long that January. I was a long uh, January. I bet that was dry January. Was I, the longest January. Yeah. yeah. I was not, I was like, I'm never doing this again. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had shingles and was, had dry six months here. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. I don't know how you survived that. Yeah. Well, I, my face. How do do you cope with, how do you cope when your coping mechanism is off limits? I don't know. (laughs) Well, Gab, well, one, I wasn't working, so I didn't need much of a coping mechanism. (laughs) Touche. Two, I was on Gabapentin. Yeah, but I mean, like, that doesn't count. That just keeps you from being in pain. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first day I had it, I was like, wow. What <laughs> were you like, fly me on? to the moon? <laughs> yeah, I was. Because they were like, you got to start on the, they were like, they were like, you got to start, like, you got to like ramp up onto it because it can have some bad side effects on people. Ooh. Um. So they were like, only take it once the first day. Uh, and I, so I took it and just like, I told Dave, I'm like, just come down and check on me in like a half hour. Make sure I'm not dead. And, he, and um, he came down and he was like, how are you? I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. I mean, if, I, I'm like, my face doesn't hurt. <laughs> I have no idea what else is going on. What year that. is it? Like, what? He's like, okay. And then like the next, that was like the only time I felt a little high from it. I didn't, it didn't matter. Right. Yeah, I probably shouldn't use the stove today. <laughs> I was like, how am I? Well, I wasn't really doing much of anything at that point because I was like so sick. You um, know, I can't see even scarring anymore from that. It looks like it's so you can't you can't with the zoom interface because it, it blurs out a lot of stuff. But there's definitely a, there's a texture difference. Like I still have a. It's not actually numb, but it's actually hypersensitive yeah. all the way around here. Huh crazy um which is great because if i accidentally like pinch something i want to fall on the floor because it's hyper it's not numb it's hypersensitive it's just like i am breathe on me hard i am always aware of that section of my face it never goes away it also extends on does it just feel like bee stings or what does it feel like no it's it's just i'm just it extends onto my hard palate on that side too Uh, it's just it's just this section of your face is here like you kind of forget where your other body parts are. Like, you're not thinking about where your hand is, right? Now, yeah. You know? Yeah. I know where this piece of my face is. That is And lame. I don't... Yeah, I don't get the... I did for a while get, like, electric shocks or my personal favorite felt like bugs were walking on my face. That was uh, fantastic. Yeah. Ugh, I don't really get that anymore. Do you have so any... Anyway. Do you have any video game catch-up stuff? What you been doing? <laughs> I what have I been doing? I've been mostly making video game stuff. I've I haven't touched the Wind Waker in so long. I'm like I wonder if I have to restart this, but I also don't really want to restart it. But I'm like I'm sitting in the second dungeon at the boss room, and the boss has thrown me against the wall every time I've gone in there. 
Yeah. And I know what I need to do, but coordinating it is proving very difficult. So I'm doing this thing where I'm kind of hoping that I just develop those skills by not playing the game because that happens to me once in a while. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, and I've been making stuff because I'm getting ready for CatsCon. That's gonna be so fun! I can't wait to see the pictures. I can't from that. wait. Uh, it's gonna be so, I so have. Much fun. <laughs> I have not been. I haven't touched either of my video games in. I've been obsessed with uh, Critical Role and uh, The Last mm. of Us. So, yeah. So, yeah, I started Jackie watching finally the, last of us. the first episode, y'all. You need to watch The Last of Us. Oh, if, you're, if yeah, you liked The is... Walking Dead, you will love The Last of Us. Yeah. Because this is like. Do you remember when Fear the Walking Dead came on and it was like, oh, this is what it's going to be like the lead up? And I'm like, this is what this is what The, walk, this like, is Fear what the, the Walking Dead Fear wanted the Walking to Dead be. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, the first, the first half hour of Last of Us was way better than the entire five seasons <laughs> of The Walking Dead. I didn't get past it's the like, first season, and I loved the act, like a couple of the actors on there, and I was yeah, like, this is I, so it was, boring. It was so bad. But this show is, it's really, I found the storytelling really good, but it's really intense, and I had a couple of times where I was like, I don't know if Ooh, I can handle I, this. I don't yeah. know if I can handle this. And I had to s- stop for a minute and pet a cat um, and then go back in. Because it is still like very riveting. Yeah. Um, but gonna, also, I'm not going to binge this show because no. I, I feel I feel that would be damn. That'd be sick. You couldn't binge it if you wanted to. Once you caught up, it's a weekly thing. Yeah, I know. And I'm only three episodes out. You're gonna, so you, I'm, you, will, you and your little nerd Dr. Brain will love yeah. episode two. Uh, well, well, well what, ha- what actually kind of made me come come to it was everybody talking about episode three, like how it broke everyone or, oh, something, or it was beautiful or I don't know what oh, happened. But episode three um, was amazing. But so my hope my hope is to get episode two in on Thursday sometime. And then I don't know if I'll try to catch three before that it updates on Sunday or I'll just watch three on Sunday and then catch four right. later and then be caught up. So, yay. Yay. Uh, we need your dab rags, your feature work for the social mm. medias for Jackie. Um, we need to know about what you're proud of, new and upcoming artists, artists that you've seen out there. Um, you can email all that to, or just, you know, anything. Just, hey, look, I painted this watercolor of my miniature horse. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I've done I've done flat work before. We uh, um, we just want to know what the hobbies out there making, man. Yeah, just show us what you show us what's you know fluffing your skirt. Like, <laughs> um, that's a terrible um thing. Um, just show show us what you're excited about. Um, and send it to Jackie at marysandblack It's better if you email it to me because I can track it better right. than Instagram messages, um, or Facebook messages, um. So send me stuff. So no new countries. No. Mm. No. Boo. Boo. No new countries. Boo. And I've I've got a friend in Bali right now, and I need to send her a message and just say, hey, just do hit this link. Download it. (laughs) Just download this and don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, here's a black news we can do right now since it's not very big. Um Patreon, of course, we have a Patreon uh, with uh, 120 plus people on it Um, this weekend. This will go out after this is over, but uh, we will have hosted uh, Maggie Bennett finishing up the club exclusive micro, which I'm super excited about. We're doing that on Twitch um, and all of our uh, tiers are invited to come watch. The piece is available for our top two tiers to purchase. And um, I know what it is and it's so cute. You know, know what it is, and it's so well. cute, and I can't wait. It's adorable. Can't wait. It's gonna be very exciting. Uh, we are hosting the Resin Renaissance show at Briarfest again this year. Our beneficiary is the Compton Junior Equestrian Org, um, where they do they have a hunter jumper lean, which I really like. Yep. Um, but they're a great organization, and we're we'll include a link in the show notes for you to come and check it out. Right, they're part of the Compton Cowboys. If people are mm. familiar with them, uh, you know, uh, spreading the gospel of equestrian sports in urban areas to people of color, which I think is amazing. Um, we also uh, for the Resin Renaissance, 
um, I redid, well, I didn't redo the floor plan, but I tightened the floor plan up because mm-hmm. we had it really spread out for COVID last year. And since um, Biden is dropping, you know, the code in, the COVID, whatever it is, the national emergency or, you know, we, uh, yeah. we didn't like cram it like sardines, but we put 10 more tables in. So uh, we will be able to accommodate more people this year. Yeah, um, it'll it'll still be there's still a nice like I like oh, yeah. having a little room around my table. Yeah, it's so still there's still that. It's still super breezy, so um super excited. So yeah, if you want to donate to the show, um we don't know what uh people have been asking when uh t- uh registrations for the show is open probably the first week of April because that's what it was last year, but don't like I haven't been told definitively Briar Briar, so yeah, so we don't will hold this to that. Yeah. All right, we are going to take a quick break. Yeah. Or are we going to head plow in? No, let's just take a break and we'll be back with Briar News. The Mayors in Black would like to thank our herd nerds, Allison Paris, Andrea Brigadier, Ann Field, Ann Hudson, Beth McCarley, Bree Cundiff, Candace Jean, CJC, Chris Walbrook, Cynthia Wyatt Briley, Sierra Marlowe, Darlene Stoddard, Eclectic Equines, Elaine Boardway, Gail Berg, Grace Bachism, Haley Walker, Heather Bullock, Heather Wisner, Heather Zeiger, Jamie Rote, Jamie Stein, Jenny Lambert, Jennifer Wilson, Julie Ward, Karen Beeson, Kate Dwyer, Katie Niles, Kelly Weimer, Carrie German Johnson, Kira Matrajek, Katie Murata. Laura Heidkamp, Lisa Esping, Mackenzie Ferguson, Madison Parkinson, Maeve King-Devery, Mary Reardon, Megan Smith, Megan Rochelle, Melissa Addison, Melissa Loritzen, Michael Price, Nakani Mead, Nikki Herzog, Robbie Ramirez, Sandra Gibson, Sarah Hampson, Susan Boyer, Tara Rich, Teresa Bazell, and Yashka Hallen. The mayors thank you. We're back with the news, with starting with our Briar news because there's a ton of it because it is still Briarfest reveal season or Briarfest reveal season just ended. Uh, anyway, we're going to start off with uh, their latest uh, Birds of a Feather offering, which is Flamingo, who is a weather girl in a lovely rose gray and i've seen a couple of these in hand not in hand but i've seen pictures of them and the rose gray is kind of like it's not like i mean everyone went flamingo it's gonna be pink and it's it's pink but it's it it's a it's a rosy it's like pearlescenty rosy gray like the ones i've seen have been very pretty like it's almost perlino like yeah but it's it's a it's a little dark i don't know it doesn't have that very iridescent yeah, it's it's pretty. Yeah, uh, people. I have, did not get one. Did you? Neither neither did I. <laughs> um, but the people in our Discord who did are very very pleased with them. Yes, they really like. Yes, them we lot. have seen. Um, we have seen very happy customers showing off, yeah. showing off their flamingos. Yeah. Uh, uh, we also got the. There was that. Sorry. Whoop. But there was a, <laughs> there was a test run Misty. Um, she's so cute. She's Bay Tobiano, minimal Tobiano. Mm. Uh, I don't know who won her. She would have uh, probably been awarded by now. Uh, but yeah. she, um, I feel like there was some kerfuffle about how she was priced um, online. Say she was a thousand dollars or like something, which is about what they've oh, been. Somebody was like, um, oh, there was cranking about how oh this was just some money, you grab. know. Like, money grab and I'm like they're a for-profit company they 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 said something <laughs> like, about needed it for the quarterly numbers and i was like it's a thousand dollars like you really think that's gonna make a difference i don't besides that Briarfest tickets go on sale tomorrow that's where their quarterly numbers are coming <laughs> right from. like right uh, uh, yeah i, I mean, don't get it well, I mean, I I just, you know, the perception that, you know, Briar's a skin flint company, which, you know, 
that's neither here nor there. It just yeah, you know, saying like, that a thousand dollars is the you know the motivation for test runs that they put out all the time is silly. Yeah, it is, and they've been you know they were eight hundred dollars for a while, and now they're a thousand dollars, and you know Inflation. whatever people buy them. Yeah, people <laughs> buy them. You don't have to buy it if you don't like it. Yeah. You don't even have to enter if you don't like it. Right. Uh, mm. But congratulations to whoever won. I entered for Misty because Misty, yeah. of course, is a very nostalgic I, sculpt for me. So I thought this one was very pretty, too. Yeah, I, I did, too. For her as well. Like, sometimes yeah. the test runs are like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm, yeah, pass. Uh, but no, this one was really cute. <sighs> ah, so uh, a new thing for the Collector Club this year are these clinics that are available, I believe, for the month. Yep. Um, there's an on-demand workshop or there's going to be six of them. So there's, there'll be periodically throughout the year. So the first one is available. It is, uh, making an English saddle with Lisa Sharp. Um, Lisa was a Canadian hobbyist for a while, but I believe she's moved to South America. Maybe she's back. Um, but anyway, if you are in the collector club and you want to go take a crack at this, this is an on-demand workshop. You can watch it anytime. You can rewatch it. Knock yourself out. I think this is a really cool part of the program. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Um, speaking of the collector's club, I forgot to put this in the show flow, but the Mm -hmm. newsletter came today. Yes. um, Which also talks about it. Yeah. Which also talks about this, uh, saddle making, um, it talks about the holiday coloring contest. The January uh, giveaway is that we're in Mixer Appaloosa from the Ideal Series. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they are flashing back to um, some Briar milestones in the feature story, and they have a sneak peek of the Valentine plushie mm. um, who looks, or maybe it's the uh, Shamrocks. It may be the Irish plushie. There's a Shamrock. Oh, the, uh, Saint, the uh, Saint, Saint Patrick's Day. Day. So, you know, that that holiday. But it looks green and orange, so I'm not sure how that's going to be. But Well, the Irish flag is green and orange, isn't it? I know. Green, orange, and white? But there's a, yeah, there's a little white divider in between it that helps a great deal. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure that... At any rate, you should, if you're a Collector's Club member, you should have that in your inbox. Yeah. Nice. Uh, next up, we have uh, from Instagram, Briar Trot. Uh, who congratulations my friend because she is going to be working on the events and social media team yes so she will be someone we can harass on the regular so uh if you don't remember and you may you probably don't because i barely remember but we talked to um three young hobbyists that were in high school at the time a million years ago. a million years ago the first year of the podcast and uh she was one of them Mm -hmm. uh we also had um we also had uh, there's I've got a link to another uh, social media account or YouTube account, really. That's one of the other uh, young women that we who's yeah. getting her master's now. I'm just like, I oh know what God. the heck the passage of time. And so stuff. we need to what? try and get Shannon and everybody back on and like be like, so how See like five at. years later, how it's going for you now? Like, yeah. are you still in the hobby? Blah, blah, blah. So congratulations <laughs> to Shannon. We're excited for you. Um, just listen to everything that Kat and Jamie say and you'll be fine. Yeah. And we're excited <laughs> to meet you. Yeah. That'll be, it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now we've got a bunch of new Briar stuff uh, for Briar Fest. Excuse yes. me. Yes. Um, first up is FVA's Grand Design. Um, so this is a drum horse. And it is on the Wintersong model. And it is a very pretty i this is not really my model like i don't really care for winter song that much but this paint job is so yeah it's really gorgeous really pretty um she is let me try to get the color right um because they usually write here oh they didn't this time did they not so she is they did not huh she looks like a liver chestnut sabino if you yeah liver chestnut sabino is what i would say too but nice high whites belly spot uh face facial marking just the the liver chestnut is very very nice yeah like, she's got yeah. a really nice transitional mane as well like yeah it's it's balage <laughs> <laughs> that's how you say it is oh that my god oh so my funny god. but she's nice yep and everybody was marked safe from winter song being the surprise horse with that <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, the next limited edition is Phaeton. Uh, 
Phantom uh, is the name of a cart, actually. This is the crystal. This is the crystal shrunk mm. from, but let me see if I can get this right, the Moody Porcelain Saddlebred yep. Parade Horse. Yes. So Calliope. Calliope. So this is the crystal for this year. Um, it's, uh, I've not, I own, the only crystal I own is the Pam. What about you? That's the only one I own. Yeah, I'm not a big crystal collector, but yeah. um, there are I've, people that really get into them. Yeah, no, there's people that have the whole set. So yeah, it's just cute. Five she inches cute. tall. Uh, then we had the stablemate collection. I love the stablemate collection. Yeah, I think it's we've actually the the picture of these came out before and we talked about it, but I wanted to touch touch base on them. Did we actually having? Yeah, there I were, remember there, seeing them. There was a picture the... of them in some sort of like the just about horses or something. Oh okay, yeah, but uh, but there's five of them, so it's the the series, the fourth in the series here. Um, we've got the mini. Um, yeah, this is from Den- This is from Denim, yeah. Denim and Diamonds. These are yes. reproductions of the mini reproductions of the Denim and Diamonds horses. They're not all Denim and Diamonds because the draft horse is was a Briarfest uh, volunteer model. Oh, they it? usually mix them up. Yeah, they usually. Mix oh them yeah. Up a so bit. the first one is yeah. denim and diamonds, and then yeah. Oh, I see. I thought they yeah. were all from so, the same thing. Yeah. Oh. No, they, they actually this one. The first one is was an early bird raffle model, raffle prize model, according to their thing here. Um, but it was a, it's 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 a it's a mini Fireheart in a Bay Pinto, and and they originally did it on the Nakota mold. It was a it was honky tonk, which was the yeah, an early bird. Um, music row is the one you're probably thinking of. Oh no, that, that was a, that was a reserve prize champion. All right. So the next one is, uh, I don't remember what this model is called. Magnolia. Yeah. This is Magnolia in a, a dark and a gray. And this is a, supposed to be, um, I just saw it. This is supposed to be music row, which was the 2013 open model horse show overall reserve prize model. Uh, people like beat themselves on the head to get those. Yeah. <laughs> then we have uh, Georg in a glossy Palomino. So uh, pretty. Be, so pretty. Yeah, I love meant this one. Be, yeah, meant to be Opry, who is a, a Clydesdale mare in this color. She was a volunteer model one year. Nice. Very. Um, then we have Landau, who is inspired by Minnie Pearl. The two thousand. The, the uh, I think it's like they're all from two thousand thirteen. Um, she was the open model horse show overall grand prize. This is on the uh, warm trotting warm blood, a a like Bay Roan Appaloosa, and finally the the mini Fox Trotter um, was inspired by Walk of Fame, which is the prize given to the winners in 2013's Music City Mashup Diorama Contest. Yeah, and that was I think 2013 was denim denim and diamonds, right? Um, I don't remember. I thought Denim and Diamonds was. I thought it was a, before that. Was a, but I thought Den- Denim and Diamonds was the uh, theme. For, no, it was a Briarfest theme. Yes, it was because it was because it was, it was Denim the one and year. Diamonds. That's what all the 2013 is. Yeah, it was. It was. I that was the one up. year we. That was the one year we got a Briarfest shot glass because I have one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's bring that back. <laughs> So next up for our limited next limited edition is Studebaker, um, which I thought of a car because it's an infamously yeah. it's a car that infamously did very poorly. But Studebaker was making uh you know wagons before wagons and carts before that, um, as a lot of pe- car manufacturers things that became car manufacturers were. Um, so Studebaker is uh, the Shaggy Ar- Arabian in a really really lovely Palomino Pinto. Anyway, she's beautiful. Um, she is. She's. I she love is this mold really, too. Really pretty. Love like, uh, this mold. I love her they're, face. They're murdering me on the limited edition. I know they're murdering me on everything. God, so this one, so this one is going to be only available to guests to purchase online. All ticket holders can get it, but it's not going to be physically in the park. So this is one you can buy and have it shipped. It'll ship home. Cool. And it's not going to be one you can pre-purchase as a VIP. Well, that's so dumb. There. Well, not because it, it just is what it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh buggy. So yes. buggy, buggy is so cute. 
This is lovely. Yeah, it is. So uh, this this is uh, Buggy, of course, relates to all the uh, uh, the way people got around, the way people brought people supplies like milk and stuff like that. The most common, you know, two to four wheeled vehicle to get around in was a buggy. So uh, Buggy has named for Django in uh, a Roan Bay Blanket Appaloosa. So pretty. Mm-hmm. So pretty. Also, only available online, not yeah. physically in the park, but available to all tickets. Really gorgeous, though. Yeah. Very nice. So speaking of tickets, they go on sale tomorrow. They go on sale tomorrow, and next show, we will be joined by not only Kat McDermott, but a first-time tourist, Jamie Podles- Podleski. I hope I say yeah. that right. We'll have to ask her. Yeah. Um, and they're going to talk us through the ticket sales and uh, a bunch of other stuff for Briarfest. So we're super excited because we've never hosted Jamie before. So, yeah, this is very exciting. And we love Cat because Cat's a yeah, barrel of monkeys. Cat. But tomorrow, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow. So this won't be, a, this will be well on the way. So I hope, you know, everybody that wants your VIPs gets them. Yeah. I mean, VIPs did not sell out. Yeah, so. not last year, anyway. Yeah, not last year. So, oh, exciting. Exciting. Making uh, noises. All right, on to stone. On to stone. Uh, here's a little uh, more detail. We talked last week about uh, Paws and Claws Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's on, um, on uh, Super Bowl weekend. Um, and so they are... Uh, this year we put a little spin on Sun Bowl or uh, Stone Bowl, introducing Paws and Claws 2023, um, and they have uh, the sales pieces that are up. Mm-hmm. And then they're having an cute. event. The event is uh, there's a pregame from two to five EST, mm-hmm. and uh, they're also having a bunch of giveaways. So fun, 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 fun. Cool stuff. They. Oh, they painted the horses in dog colors. All right. Um, some of them. They're they're all inspired by d- dogs and cats. There's at least one cat in here. Yeah, there's a calico. Um, oh, and there's a Bernese mountain dog. Yeah. But there's a, a corgi, a pug, a Welsh, cor- a Pembroke Welsh corgi, Bernese mountain dog, calico cat. Neat. Um, snowshoe cat. Siberian Husky, I, this malt mold's actually a really good choice for a Husky. It's definitely got the vibe. And a Russian Blue Cat, which they does not a picture of the Russian Blue, but those cats are this really beautiful slate gray, yeah. so that should be really pretty. Every cat I've had that was that kind of slate, solid gray color are mental. <laughs> I don't, that hasn't been my experience. <laughs> I will say that everybody on Earth who has a gray cat calls it a Russian blue, although I'm sure 95% of them oh, are not. No. I had a client, though, one time that she she had a sense of humor, and she got a gray cat out of a shelter, and she presented it to us and said, called as for the breed, she put Russian bluish, <laughs> which I thought was absolutely hilarious. And she was like, yes, it's meant to be a joke. I'm like, good, it's funny. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the other, other parts of things. Uh, other. Namo Pamo is not Namo Pamo this year. Um, no. It is International Model Horse Painting uh, Party, um, like we talked about last episode, but um, Jen has gone official with it. So the official thing is do whatever you want. You do you. <laughs> yep, there's, there's no sign up, there's no fees, there's nothing, you know, there's. You know, the group is still there. The group is still very helpful. There's, um, yeah, you can so, still share and help help yep. each other out and do tips and tricks. It is, it is meant to be low pressure, so no registration, do what you do. no prizes, no collage, possibly. Yep. But yeah. she she may change her mind in the end. You never know. Yeah. There's they are still kind of getting selfies, but there's not a rule that you have yep. to post a selfie. Yeah, so Jen came, um, Jim came over, Jen came over last Saturday night and and took the most adorable pictures of our new kitty and we have a link to the blog on the blog. Yes, I saw and some you of can those see pictures. the kitty cat pics. So cute. Oh, so cute. Um 
we have a video um, from uh, Andrea Brigadier of Select Arcane about prepping a resin. Um, I think I saw this on Instagram initially. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I know I reposted it at one point. Well, I put um, this but... up because of Namo Paymo, so that yeah. Because you know... like the the, the pe- trying to find people to prep resin has been, I want to say, an issue in the hobby for. <laughs> Since there have been find, resins. It's harder than finding a good painter is finding yeah. a good prepper. It's harder to find a good prepper. And a lot of people don't know what goes into prepping or what's what's a right. properly prepped resin. Right. And you know, here's here it is. Get out your scrapers and your sandpaper <laughs> and and your primer. Yep. And just and go have, for it. And have and something spray it. have something to watch. Right. Like spray it, it, see the crap all you missed. And then do it. Go sand another it, round. Sand it. Do fill it, it. Do whatever you need to do. Until Spray it again. Just keep Cry. doing that until there are no flaws. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, but it's a good video. So thank you, Andrea, for making that. Yeah, thank you, Andrea. <laughs> um, 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 okay. Jamie Castleman used to be named Jamie Baker when these mm-hmm. came out. Um, she. Uh, put out a whole series. She's very accomplished um, artist, by the way, and was oh yeah. She's she's kind of been coming back lately, but back you know ten years ago, she was the creme de la creme for painters, and she put out a whole series by color of how to pastel a, a horse, and they were all on DVD. I have them all, um, and she's oh, wow. reissuing them. Um, hopefully, she will find a way to get them digitized and put them online, since DVD is not the most optimal. Uh, way to pass video information on anymore in this new yeah. new Gen Z world. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they're really great and they're worth your time if you want to learn um, really in depth how to pastel and mix colors and stuff like that. Yeah, and they're they're pretty they're pretty inexpensive. Yeah, like uh, uh, I think they're they twenty twenty or something twenty twenty five a they're disc. between twenty and forty bucks. Like you could get the whole set for one thirty, yeah. I think. So yeah. Uh, she says the whole set at a discounted price of two hundred dollars. Ah, so but there's a lot of there's a lot of information. You know, there's make almost a dozen of these. So anyway, good stuff. Yes, good stuff. Um, so moving on to uh, this is a post in the Remembering Marnie Wallaris group, um, from Kathy Wells about who started model horse showing. And it references this night, this article in the 1970 issue of Horse and Rider magazine, which I feel like a lot of the, you know, Gen 1, Gen 2 hobbyists, like they, that's how they all met each other was uh-huh. this article in Horse and Rider. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so she gives a little history lesson as she remembers it. Uh, Ellen Hitchens and Simone Sim, uh, Sim, ah, Simulgen- Simulgenic. Um, they're credited with starting showing back in the 60s, but as Kathy understands it, um, they each had their own groups and merged at some point for a national photo group. Ellen on the West Coast and Simi in the East. Simi was based out of Indianapolis and did her own newsletter called Pony Express. Um, her, uh, uh, Kathy's sister had a subscription um, in 1970, 71. Um, Ellen's group was IMPHSA, the International Model Photo, model photo horse show association and they merged with simmy's group sadly ellen left the group shortly after the merger simmy carried the group on for a bit before retiring from the hobby due to poor health um and that was like 73 74 um and then kathy and her sister attended car- congress with after they were invited by marnie and this was in karen Burquist's backyard in 75 god yeah. this is like yeah, and Ugh. we have to link to this on our blog, and there's a lot of good conversation yeah. in the comments. Um, Lori Doe Jensen and uh, Liz Corey and some other people are, uh, you know, extending on the information. I am trying to work with Lynn, Lynn and uh, Kathy and get some other voices from the Gen 1 uh, hobbyists and do a show with nice. them. But that's still in the works. Yeah. Um, speaking of Gen 1 hobbyists, they are taking funds uh, still for uh, getting uh, Linda Walter a plaque at the Kentucky Horse Park like Marnie has. They've raised oh. half the money they need. Um, there's also a link to that on the blog. Uh, Mayerson Black, I think, donated 100 bucks. Oh, nice. 
But this would be, yes. be a permanent acrylic plaque on the celebration wall yes. inside the Miller Barn near Altec Arena. Yep, it's the same place Marnie's plaque is. So it's not going to be in some field that's going to get mowed over Good. all the time. Yeah, which is what happened to Marnie's original thing. <laughs> Her stone. Yeah, so think about donating to, you know, to memorialize one of the mothers of the hobby. Yeah. Um, and finally, we... I So... This was brought to my attention by Robbie. He sent me this link on Instagram yeah. and I went and took a took a quick look and it was mostly detail shots and it was my god. Right. Um this is a customized Briar Secretariat. It probably flies under the 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 banner of being a minor custom because it's very recognizable yep. as a Briar Secretariat. Yep. However, um She's muddy and dirty. I would love to see her with a jockey on her back. Oh yeah, she's um she's, she's got her ears. Performance. Yeah, she's got her ears pinned back. If you e. get really close to her, like if you go to her album, some of the shots with like the veining and stuff, like mm -hmm. it's astronomical. I I I it's this is in this piece is incredible yeah and this is um this hobby is Coralie Journaud who we have talked about uh before recently that I yeah. she popped up on my radar about four months ago with that uh that head turned Appaloosa that we both liked so much and yep. we had not heard of her before and she just keeps getting better and better um it's already at 910 uh pounds which is probably about it's euros 12 or oh euros yeah. yeah you're right euros so it's it's in competition with the dollar. Yeah. Um, not like the pound, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, and it would make yeah, a it's, great it's, performance entry. Yeah. Just, just go look at it. It's, it's, yeah, stunning. yeah, it's, um, it's stunning. But, uh, Mule Deer Studios is the name of, of her. Yeah. Follow them on Instagram. Their fan, uh, their stuff is fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. You will not regret it. You will not regret um, all right. I think that's it for this section. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to take a break and then we're just going to talk very briefly about um, some developments this week with Nan. Yeah. Toronto Live Model Horse Show is back for 2023. Join us on April 2nd, 2023 for an Olympics themed show featuring all of your favorite classes, including OF, resin, customs and performance. We will also have an Olympics-themed performance challenge where everyone is a winner. Entrants can choose to represent their country of choice in a running for gold, silver, and bronze team medals. While our show has fully sold out, we currently have a wait list that is filling up fast, so hop on soon for a chance to attend. Join us on Facebook at Toronto Live Model Horse Show for more information. You're listening to the Mares in Black Podcast. All right, we're back, and uh, we wanted this week. Nan has gotten out there talking about some of the woes uh, mm. they are having. Um, there is unlikely to be an end twenty twenty three. This is a post on Region Ten from Sheer Roberts, who is their rep, um, and basically says that MBS is out of business, and she, MBS was the one that made the made the medallions and the plaques um, and prices have gone up and um, due to the increase in vendor costs for merit award plaques, they're going from 25 to 35. Mm -hmm. um, and this, especially the NAN discussion touched off um, uh, a lot of different <laughs> stuff. I, I don't know yes. how to put it because it's like some of it was discussion. Some of it was, you know, Good call. Some of it was very good discussion, and some of it was not. Some of it was out so, to lunch, but yeah. But um, you know, Nan is also d dealing with. Uh, we haven't seen the financials from Nan since before, uh, or from Namsa since before Nan twenty twenty two. So we don't know what kind of financial they're shaping shape they're in from Nan twenty twenty two. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Um, to see, um, I've heard the financials are coming in a couple of days. Um, all the judges have been paid. Like there's, uh, there's not nothing untoward going on. We want to don't want right. to make it sound like yeah, you know, it, it, yeah, the bad old days. But but no, no, you know, no, no. It's still you know good. We should have had financials by now for you know yeah. Q three and four or Q three anyway. 
but uh you know they'll they'll so we're gonna put a link up to the the q2 from so it's through june 30th 2022 so it was like right before nan last year right um so it'll be interesting to see how nan did if they broke even if they made money if how if Mm -hmm. they're under what you know how much you know that went out of the bank account came back in um it's also you know with the discussion of you know somebody was talking about replacing the medallions with pony pouches and getting a cheaper venue or you know and at some point yeah and this is just my personal opinion you know it it becomes not a, a you know a lot of people argue that the three judge thing was the marker of a national show but I would argue, you know, a big venue with with nice prizes the, and judges that know what they're doing are the mark of a yeah. show. And I you think, know. you know, three judges it was too big for a show as small as Nan was last year. Um, oh, yeah. You, I, I, uh, I mean, you would have as many judges as you do entrance. Um, yeah. And uh, I also just feel like um, at one point, you know, with the extension of cards and the buy-ins, which, you know, I don't have a problem with the buy-ins. I get it if you need to make money. But at some point, you know, it's it's just a giant show then, right? Yeah, right. Because you would, you know, you had to win your way into nationals. Right. They've also, I also saw an idea floated that was interesting where if you got, na- if you got a, a national, cha- if you got a championship or reserve, they would also award you a purple card. Oh, yeah, the purple card. Which would you, allow you to bring that horse back to, you know defend its championship at any time um which i mean i've already done by requalifying horses you know and and again it's if it's another way to get another horse in the, in the ring i mean that's great but i just i just think there's there's so many things that have broken down at this point yeah that i really think they need to reevaluate what their mission is i don't know that anybody you know that mission statement was written in 1994. Yes, and it fundamentally, it has the show has not changed. It's expanded. Um, it's gotten bigger, but yeah, it hasn't really changed since 1995, right? Which was the first year they had it. And again, you know, and I talked about with this with Jennifer Buxton Saturday night. Nan continues or shows that qualify for Nan continue to mm-hmm. not mirror each other. And yep. you know, maybe the class lists are the same, but. Again, shows, uh, you know, shows award generalists and and NAMSHA awards specialists. And I really yeah. think some real thought has to go into what, you know, how that plays out. Yeah. I mean, at least for, yeah, for performance, sure. Like, you know, your strategy yeah. at, a, at a general show is very different than, you know, what you end up with at NAN. Yeah. Uh, I also think that... Um, it probably just needs to be rethunk from the ground up. Like, yeah. Um, judging and all that and how people qualify. Um, uh, I often thought that you don't, you don't have a national org that qualifies horses. You have qualified judges and horses that show under those judges qualify, but I don't know how you would make that work. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how you, I mean, I do think that you probably, I mean, because I mean, the judge thing I think is is the rub in this hobby in general. Yes, um, because I, every single time we have tried to get together to to kind of quantify what's a good judge, that just erupts in flames. Like yeah. that is just not a conversation. It's not a conversation we continue to. It's it's a conversation we just continue to not have. And I mean, I think perhaps the way forward. I I think also, you know. If I were to have a a live horse and I were to actually go show my live horse, I would not be showing at the level that I compete model horses at or I did. No. Like I was, you know, an A class A shower and, you know, it's not what I would want to do. And I think part of, you know, we have a problem with lumping people like me and with people that are just doing this for a lark and don't see what the big deal is because that's not what they're getting out of it and neither one of us is wrong but we butt heads because we have different goals and we're being pushed into the same thing that's another thing this hobby cannot articulate as a mid-level anything you've either got novice or you've got open and open is always going to gravitate to people with um with 
drive and money mm -hmm. and you know and, and people i mean people there are people who are just competitive i mean i'm a competitive person i will gamify everything <laughs> heather you don't know sometimes when you and i have been in a competition together because it has existed entirely in my head that's really weird but okay yeah no that's this is how i am and it does help me get through, you know, get through things sometimes because I make a game out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's much better when I find a game that the only competitor is me and I'm just competing against myself. Um, that's generally I mean, better for everybody involved. I, but, when I'm uh, competitive, yeah. I, I know that I'm like, and I, I set out to be competitive, but most of the time, you know, as but my personality is very laid back. I don't, you know, yeah. I don't care. But, you know, there are some of us that, that this is what we get out of it. Sure. Um, and it's not fair to the person that that's, that's just there to enjoy their weekend to, you know, well, have me roll in. And it's also not fair to me to, to you know, you know, there's places I don't go because I don't want to be the jerk who rolls in and be like, oh, you know, I need to dial this back. Or go somewhere and not have your competitiveness rewarded. Yes. Which you know, is the other so, side, but I think we need to recognize that, that, you know, it's like casual gaming, which has such, is such a dirty word in the gaming, you know, I know. video game world. But there's, I, there's that mid casual, uh, not the newest thing off the, the, the rack sort of division. So the, the, the thing I heard, I was listening to a, I don't know where I was listening to this conversation, but most gaming is done on your phone mm -hmm. by women. In most gaming is everybody talks about the Fortnites and you know Borderlands and whatever else, um. But most casual, most of the gaming that gaming happens is casual, yeah. yeah. So um, I don't, you know, and I don't know how to, I don't know how to resolve that for the hobby going forward. I know, kind of what I've decided to do is just, you know, whatever things we're gonna do if we're putting on a show, I'm gonna make it the best possible show I can and try and set an example. Right. You know, and then, you know, attract people who are going to come to who want to come right. to that kind of thing. You know, and we, you know, which is having knowledgeable judges and, yep. you know, a good class list and a decent space. Like that's the, right. the holy trinity, right? And just be f and, f and fun. And, you know, I think it's more than a trinity, but, um, you know, but you have good prizes and you have just, oh, yeah, just the big three. Like know? the first, yeah. the first. You know, besides setting a budget, if you're do if that's what mm -hmm. you're doing, find your judges, find your venue, set your class list. Yep. Yeah. Right. Everything out coalesces around that. Yes. Yes. I would agree with that. I um, think too many shows, too many shows start with the details and then work their way back to those bases. Yes. Yeah. Which is the mistake. <laughs> but but I also think, you know, we have to, and, and this came up with the kerfuffle about the, the best kerfuffles, my word of the episode. Apparently. Uh, it is your popular best favorite. custom last year that, uh, which I found very unpleasant and I'm really yeah. disappointed in a lot of people that, uh, that were ugly during this conversation, like not mm -hmm. physically ugly, but acted uh, ugly. Yeah. Um, that if you are going to have a contest called best customs, then you cannot eradicate the best out of it. I'm sorry. Right. Like you can't right. tell. And if we tell everyone that doesn't work for Briar, they can't compete. Guess everyone what? works for Briar. Everyone yeah. that has everyone. any modicum of talent works for Briar in yeah. the hobby. Um, in, so, in some in some capacity that you may not even necessarily be aware of it. Yeah. If if um if you want a novice custom division, then show at the open show or something like, yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you, but I think that, um, uh, once again, having these theories that, you know, people are being favorited when we both knew the whole judging panel, we knew what went on. There was no yeah. favoritism at all. Right. It's a, and it, it was a hard, hard, it was a hard decision to make because they were all beautiful things. Right. And it's a hard job and a thankless job to to be a best customs judge. So, you know, I, I think that this this notion that because I don't win, you need to make room for me in competition is a little, you know, but especially at that level. But I would and, and I'm not sure we need it in Nan either. I do agree that we probably need a mid in the local. We need it. Thing. We need it at the feeder at the feeder shows. Yeah, level, yeah. 100 percent. Because I yeah. think that's been a 
that has been a problem, I think, for a long time. And I think there's ways to do it, Um, you know, and I think there's ways to do it without making it more expensive and having, you know, a whole separate division. Because my thoughts with this, like, okay, so I kind of come from a car racing family and mm-hmm. um, how they do that, because they have a lot of divisions of cars that they compete against each other, so the light cars compete against each other. But when they're running a race, you might have three divisions of cars running the same race. Right. So, you know. Perhaps, you know, the car in showroom stock B is, you know, finishes overall fifth place in the race, but they win their division. Right. So those are things you can do. And I think for performance, you could do this because you could have, you know, we're setting up our jumper class. Our novice jumpers are going to be on this table and opens over here. And it would be relatively easy as a judge. To judge both those classes at the same time and award them separately, like I, I feel I could do that without taking. It would take less time than setting up two classes and yep. judging them, you know, back to back. Well, right, and I had similar thoughts on that. But when you look at eventing, right, and mm-hmm. you have, um, you have a course that is set up for different grades, and yep. horses can run it at the same time, but the fences and the patterns are different. To yes. to. Uh, to raise the stakes for the grade, right? So if you're grade right. two or whatever, or B or whatever you're running, like maybe you jump through this one thing and in the water and out, while as somebody that's higher has to jump the in and out and make a circle and jump over the swan and out they yeah. go, you know? Well, it's very common in eventing to have, you know, the training level jump next to, you know, right, the exactly. novice level jump and they're just different heights. They're the exact same jump otherwise. Um, but taking it back to Nan, like, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't mind that they, they biannually would make more sense for them. Oh yeah. I mean, a lot of the money that they've blown out of the account has gone to support independent Nan. And it's just, I think it's shown time and time again in it very rare really cases. Work. It's not viable yeah. for them. Yeah. You know, it's just not. And when it, when it is viable, it's, you know, it's, it's where there's a big population yeah. center, which ends up being on the East coast or East of Kentucky. And no one likes that. Yeah. Cause they want it but, in Western know, States. I mean, they're not yeah. even happy that Briar West is in Denver. That's yeah. not far enough West for them. It's not West enough. Uh, you know, and Portland did fine, but you know, that about that in Harrisburg, as far as a ways are yeah. about it, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I think but there has know. to be a, 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 the, the org just continues to limp along and um, not be that relevant. I don't feel like anymore. Most of the people I know yeah. that are like not Nan carts are nice and they like to have them at shows, but they're, you know, the, the, yeah. I mean, I'm, there was a time when I would, you know, I would go out of my way to go to a Nan qualifier and I just don't, that well, doesn't matter. Right. And, I, I, we came up in kind of the golden age of Nan. We were both at the biggest Nan mm-hmm. there ever was. And yeah. it was an amazing experience. And I think, um, I don't know if we can ever get back to that. But I just, I think, I think just fundamental things have shifted. I mean, showing's changed a lot since 2000 when that, 2001 when that big Nan was. Um, and I don't know that the org has shifted with no. those trends at all. And I think if if we want to continue to have a national organization and have this national show that you qualify for, which you know, it's a it's a great idea to bring everybody together, but I think it it needs to it needs to seriously be rethought because mm-hmm. you can't keep you're you're continuing to cram a 1995 model into a 2023 hole, and it's not working. Yeah, and I think you know that's not just our opposition to the three judges; it's the the opposition to how- it has nothing to do with the judges, frankly. I mean, like, I'm not even, we haven't really mentioned the judges. I, and yeah. it's, you know, a whole other thing. But it's just, there's a lot of, it just, it's more than that. No, like, I agree. Like, I- like, the hobby has kind of moved on and NAMSA didn't catch up. And NAMSA just expect, it, it's like they just expect, well, this is going well, to continue you to and happen I both without know, paying attention. Trying to change anything in this hobby from a, from a national, especially with that org, was just nearly impossible. Right. Both well, inside I mean, and but, out. But that's what's happened is people who are doing their own thing. The Jennifer show in 2019. Oh, yeah. Our Desti- show, frankly, I think last year. Yeah, my destination like shows have, have, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but. Um, but why are they a destination show? They're a destination show because they have all the things that you want to have. Right. 
Yeah, I don't know what the answer is, but I think it probably yeah. takes some fle- it, fresh blood and new thinking at the very minimum, um, or just a whole new organization. And I and I hate yeah. to say that, but I just I feel like um, NAMSA is just kind of you know limping, like I said before, yeah. just limping along, and there's and they're just in survival mode, really. Yeah, there's they're understaffed, right? And it's the same. Oh yeah. The same people who have been running it for 10 years. And yeah. I, I and, feel, and, and, I know, feel for them. I do. I feel for them. I mean, you know, yeah, I, you know, we're, we're both in there when this, when we were starting to get crumbles, <laughs> yeah. you know, but when you have one person doing three jobs, including the most labor and job that yeah. organization has, yeah. you just, it, it gets, it gets, it becomes unsustainable. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, but as far as NAND uh, 2023 goes, you know, if they're going to hold it to 2024, I don't blame them. Um, no, I don't either. If prizes is all they're going to rethink, and I don't know what their money situation is, and I don't know if they yeah. don't have another NAND or if they do have another NAND this year, how they make money in between. Like, their memberships well, have I mean, gone down. Memberships and, memberships and you know, yeah, memberships have gone down. Uh, and the way you you pay for the way you get show qualifiers is you know it's one membership now, um, merit awards. I know there are people that really are into their merit awards, uh, but it's not it's not a lot. It's not going to keep the lights and, on for and, sure. And ordering and ordering the awards are one optional and two have always been just a break even. Like they weren't really making money on those awards. Yeah, which is probably why they had to raise the price. Oh yeah, sure. I, I'm like, yeah, they've been 25 bucks since that program got started 20 years yeah. ago. You know, that's the other thing. You know, they raise their entry fee and everybody, ah, and it's like, yeah, and it's, it's like inflation, people. Like, yeah, if you want to have this big thing, then and this is what we got to do. You want to have three judges. You want to have these big awards. It costs money. You know, it has to come from somewhere. Yeah. At any rate, what are your thoughts on Nan? We would mm-hmm. love to know what the younger generation thinks. If they're yeah. interested in Nan. If they have ideas that a national show uh, could do that would entice them to come, we would love to hear it. Um, or even yeah, old school. I don't care how old you are. If you have ideas about yeah. how Nan can uh, readapt itself to be relevant um, for a lot more people, let us know. We would love to hear about it. Sound off. Sound off. <laughs> Info at mayorsandblack.com. That's the place to vent. That's, that's where you vent. All right, we're going to take another break and we'll be back with Instagram in progress and close the show. Attention novices of all ages. On February 19th, 2023, Toronto Live and content creator Select Arcane will be hosting a seminar for beginners looking to enter the model horse show world. Learn all of the ins and outs of preparing and participating in a live model horse show. Join us on Facebook at Toronto Live Model Horse Show for more information. The Mares in Black Podcast. We are back with Instagram. Um, the first entry is, it's so cool. Yeah, uh, this is nice. Kitty Cantrell is working on a um, Man of War sculpt, and I love it. Mm-hmm. She's got it. He's very, very Man of War. Yeah, he's very Man of war <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so, but you know, you, you know what I mean, yeah. You know, the look that look eagles and all of that. Oh yeah, stuff that's, and, it's yeah. very indicative of him, and I it's his. I love his head. It looks like his head. It looks like his build. Hmm. Um. I don't. I haven't read on what she's planning on doing with him, but he is so cool. She says she's casting him, and she wants to make a mold and cast him in resin. But I don't know what's beyond that. Yeah. He's he's super nifty. He though. is very nifty. Oh, he's going to Jolt Studios for his production mold. Nice. Mm. They do such eleven a good inches job. at the ear tips. He's going to be a beautiful horse. Yep. Yeah, this is one of the nicest sculpts I've seen her do. Yeah, he's nifty. He is nifty. Um, I haven't watched this yet, but I would. I'm going to. Um, we have a Smasher Pass video with uh, Snoopy as my horse. It's an hour and a I half just, long. I I love Smash. What does she do? She's the just, entire she Briar just, lineup. Pretty much, she just like 
it's like non sequitur jokes and her just, yeah. you know, just talking away. And then she'll go through a whole series of smash or pass and make comments and apologize to some of her models. And it's just, this is hilarious. This I is, just, I like this. I, I like, I love smash or pass videos. Yeah. I think when, you know, I usually see they're very short. And um, I'm like, I never thought about it with the model horses. No, That's fantastic. This is, this is so, it's so great. And this is, um, again, going back to Briar Trout working at, um, working at uh, Briar. This is uh, Snoopy is my horse, who was also one of the people that were on the Youth in the Hobby podcast. Yeah. And we, we talked to her as well. So uh, it's, it, like I said before, she's working on her master's. When she starts this video, she's, she's like, I'm and she's doing smash or pass video. I'm supposed to be working on my masters, but I'm just going to do smash or pass and <laughs> for two hours. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally normal. This is definitely how people deal with like grad school. So, I get it. so the link goes to her Instagram, and then the link for the actual video is in her bio. But uh, she's she's such a she's a card. I love her. She's so funny. So so funny. I love it. Uh, Karen Gerhardt uh, is painting up some stuff. She's got some briar bodies and she's doing some decoratory things. And she's got a gay organ like this uh, teal and white pinto. Oh, so pretty. I was, ugh, you want to fall on the floor about I this. I know. He's so pretty. I want him. He's so pretty. He's got little pink nose and little shell feet. And he's this deep uh, metallic teal. Ugh. Ugh, if Briar yeah. ever introduces that teal color into the lineup, I'm dead. We're going to be, yeah, you're going to be done. Sorry, Heather. I know. Dead. What if they made that teal filigree? Oh, for the now teal. Like, I need the teal. Teal, teal filigree. Now I'm giving Cat ideas. Oh, shut up. Teal, teal filigree. <laughs> uh, Rope Horse Studios is working on a little base stable mate. Um, the thoroughbred mold, and uh, he's, he's going to be available soon. It'll probably be sold by the time this comes out, to be honest. But yeah. the shading and the facial detail on this little guy, and he's not even done. So you know, amazing. He's very, very pretty. Meow. Yum. And then finally, we have a TikTok from Steingater Briars, um, which is they are on their way to buy more Briars. Just after talking about how broke we are literally five minutes before, that's a mood. <laughs> yep and uh they're they're so fun i love them i love I, their tiktok so funny we are gonna have all three of the uh the um the stein camps on to talk about uh the tiktok and families you know we have we yeah. had the wellmans on a while ago and we'll have them on to talk about family you know hobbying together and you know what they're all up to so that's gonna be super fun nice um, but follow their TikTok. They're hilarious. Their, t- their TikTok is so funny. Like, just do it. It's just hilarious. All right. Is it time to close it's the show? time to close the show. Oh, wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> Tuesday night. Tuesday it's the night. Tuesday night blues. Oh, God. Uh, plug for sponsors and shout outs. Uh, we are actually starting to fill up for Briarfest already. I've already nice. sold two sponsor slots for, uh, I sent my forwarded one to you that yeah. they sent me an email. I sent it back to you. So, uh, get, if you want to advertise in the Briarfest shows, it's the, the three shows, usually, uh, maybe four before Briarfest, two of them are already gone. Um, uh, but you can always have ads. We always have room for those. So yeah. Uh, info at mayorsandblack.com. I'll send you an ad sheet. Yep. Uh, again, uh, come check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash mares in black or search model horse podcast or mares in black. You'll find us. Come hang out. I believe I am all caught up on the welcome packs except for the international stuff. And Vincent told me I could bring his t- to Briarfest. <laughs> so I don't have to ship to Germany because shipping to Germany has gotten to be a real nightmare. <laughs> oh, yeah. Germany's bananas. Yeah. Germany's bananas. And Australia still is just not taking mail at all, right? I have packages. no idea. I haven't tried. I can't. I haven't tried to send anything to Australia, um, but Germany's yeah, intense. So I was um, just like, I don't, I don't want to ship this. Yeah, I'll give this to you in person, please. I'll give this to you in person. You can subscribe to Mirrors of Black podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, or any other fine podcast providers. 
You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch. Yes. And we'll um, have content on Twitch soon. Yes, we will have content on Twitch soon. Um, uh, and finally, I just uh, we are working on uh, getting more interviews for the show, so you don't have to listen to our ugly mugs just spout off all the time. Wow, <laughs> my ugly mug, Jackie's beautiful. Um, but stop we, talking about my friend like that. Oh, um, we have uh, like we said, we have Cat and Jamie from Briar next week. We are working on an interview with Vincent Longo, like we just mentioned, from Germany. Um, he's coming to judge for Resin Renaissance. We're going to catch up with him and his studio work and also have him talk to us about um, his work with Schleich and how they do things. Because we don't ever talk about Schleich. And, uh, because no neither idea. one of us have any institutional knowledge, really, of how oh, no. Schleich works. So, yeah. um, but we know a lot of our uh, foreign listeners are uh, Schleich collectors. So. Also, like I mentioned before, we're trying to get uh, a roundtable of Gen 1 hobbyists, and we will get the Steingators, uh, Steingators, Steingators, Steingators. Steingamps on here. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So if there's anybody you want to hear us talk to, just let us know. Yeah. Yeah. All All right. right. That's it. That's it. Enjoy it. Everybody go to bed. Yes. (laughs) Bye. That's where I'm going. Bye. Thanks to Select Arcane and Toronto Live Model Horse Show for sponsoring this episode of Mares in Black. Check out Toronto Live Model Horse Show on Facebook for all the area's upcoming model horse shows and event info. The Mares in Black Podcast, created and hosted by Heather Malone and Jackie Rossi. Written by Heather Malone. Produced by Heather Malone, Jackie Rossi, and Joshua Wessner. Edited by Joshua Wessner. Engineered at Two Ton Studios. Fulfillment Enforcer, Jackie Rossi.